Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another new episode of the Defying University podcast. In today's episode, we're going to touch on a few different things that all have to do with being resilient, the skill of resiliency. And we're going to touch on things called you know, radical acceptance and facing reality and all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is having this ability to bounce forward. So back, way back, it feels like uh, when, you know, closure started to happen, quarantine started to happen, bouncing back was a phrase that was continued to be to be shared and let's bounce back. And I couldn't figure out for, for the longest time, I it didn't sit well with me. I was like, but but what are we bouncing back to? And, you know, I'm a very visual person, so I'm picturing, you know, a bouncy ball or a basketball and you know, the goal of, of those is to bounce forward, right? If you are on a basketball court, you, you don't want the ball to bounce back. You want the ball to keep bouncing forward because your goal, your net is in front of you. And so for me, I, I quickly started using the phrase bouncing forward because to me, that's what it's all about. So when we are faced with a challenging situation, It's not about bouncing back to the way things were from my perspective. It's about how do I bounce forward? How do I keep my momentum moving forward? And this has to, this has to do with so many concepts, you know, such as awareness and acceptance and acknowledgement and action. And so we're going to touch on those in today's episode. But before we do, before I jump into that, I wanted to share with you kind of where this topic came from, because I want to remind you that as listeners, I want to, I love to hear from you. I want to know what topics, what questions do you have? And, and one of you reached out and, and asked if I would do a podcast about dealing with judgment from colleagues. And I I immediately was like, yes, that absolutely let's do it. And you might be sitting here wondering, well, how does judgment from colleagues have anything to do with resiliency? Well, here's here's how I look at that. Judgment from colleagues or colleagues judging how you teach what you do in the classroom. Maybe they're jumping to assumptions. Maybe they're making these judgments about you without asking questions, without holding the conversation with you. To me, that falls under an umbrella of a challenging situation, right? A situation that is difficult, that's uncomfortable. And so instead of giving specific strategies for one one, you know, one narrow focus, what I love to do is I love to let's look at it globally. And are there other areas that you might be able to also apply these concepts that I'm going to talk about in today's episode so that it's not for every single situation I need a new strategy? See, I learned a long time ago with, with teaching and educating you know, students with challenging behavior If I tried to do that, if I tried to have individualized behavior plans and individual strategies for every single student, 
it wasn't going to happen. It was so overwhelming. And I thought, you know what, if this is overwhelming here in this, in my classroom, where else am I doing this? And when I took a good hard look at what was going on in my life, I was doing just that. I was compartmentalizing so many things that every role I was serving or every place I went to, I was trying to do things differently. I was, I was almost over-personalizing the strategies that I use. And so I said, hold up, this is not working. So let's find out what is working because I wholeheartedly believe 110%, if you know what isn't working, you also know what is working. But what happens is we focus on what isn't working. And so we keep finding things that aren't working. Well, what if we stop and what if we analyze and we reflect and we say, but what is working? If I know what isn't, I also know what is. It's simply shifting my mindset to focus on the positives, to focus on the strengths so that I know where I'm going moving forward. So I get this question about judgment from colleagues and I think, you know what, that's really just how do I handle a tough situation? How do I handle situations where I might be judged by the actions that I take? And the word that kept coming to mind was resiliency. Because when I think about it, resiliency to me is having the capacity to recover quickly from difficult situations, having this toughness about you. And not toughness in that we don't feel or we don't own our emotions, but that we are able to bounce forward. So back to that concept of bouncing forward and going in that direction. So when I think that's of someone being resilient, it's someone that can handle these situations, someone that that remains present in these situations and that keeps moving forward. And here's the thing about resiliency. It is a skill. So just like confidence, just like um, organization, just like math facts, it is a skill. And it is a skill that we can learn, strengthen, and grow over time. Well, then let's think about why is resiliency as an educator important? And I think you could pause the podcast right now and, and hopefully name one, two, maybe three reasons why resiliency is important. See, resiliency, again, the ability to, to, to overcome challenges, well, challenges are change. That, that's to me, again, if we simplify, if we break this down, what a challenge is, is something that's different. It's a learning opportunity. It means it's something different from what you've done before. Well, one of the quotes that I recently read in a, in a professional development book I'm reading is that growth is this temporary surrender of security. And so having this growth, right, we grow when things change. When, we, when things change, we have to let go of what we know for the moment because this whole notion of growth means that something is happening that has never happened before. And so, yeah, I, I feel secure when I'm comfortable. I know what to expect. When things are certain, I feel good because it, I know what to expect. The only reason something is certain is because it's happened. It's because it happened in the past. Anything that has not happened yet is uncertain because it hasn't happened. And so when we talk about resiliency, I want you to focus on this, this temporary and focus on that temporary. This is not long term, but this temporary surrender of saying, you know what? I, I don't need to know every next step. 
I don't need to know the next 10 steps. I have to have that confidence in myself to take that first step. And so when we think about being resilient as an educator, how do we do that? Well, I'm going to share some tips with you right now. And then I'm going to go, I want to go a little, a little deeper into true, this almost true self-awareness. Because when I think of resiliency, when I think of this ability to overcome challenges, it's all within us. It's all internal. It's all what I call mirror work. We've got to look in the mirror and love who we see and trust who we see and accept who we see. So, so, but how do we do that? How do we get from, okay, I know what resiliency is. I know why it's important, but how do I show it? Well, here are some ways that I show resiliency each and every day. So the first is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And we just talked about why that is so important. Uncomfortable, being uncomfortable leads to growth. <laughs> it leads to change. And I know that is so hard. But see, the only reason that I, the only way that I have learned what I've learned is because at one point I accepted that I didn't know it. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what to do. And I was okay with that because as soon as I got comfortable with being uncomfortable, well, then, then nothing can be out of the ordinary because everything is now just a part of life. And for me, that's what it's all about. Experiencing those messy moments and finding magic in the meaning behind the messiness. So another thing we can do is listen to the words that you're speaking. So if you, I'm going to go to the example that, that really started this whole podcast, this dealing with judgment from colleagues. And so if a colleague says something to you, listen to the words you speak back. Are you speaking from a lens of, of judgment or blame or getting defensive? Or are you speaking through a lens of asking questions, of asking for further clarification? Tell me more about, tell me more about that. You know, I'd like to get a better understanding of your point of view. I would love to have a conversation with you about that. Because if we, if the words we're using back are, are defensive, well, then we are creating basically a verbal power struggle, which we know, you know, nobody wins in a power struggle. And so instead, let's let's focus on those words and let's bring it back to what is it that you're trying to find out, which then leads to asking more questions. The next thing is, is I, it sounds so simple, but I want you to be ready. So judgment will happen. So I think often we, we live sometimes in this land of hope that I hope judgment's not going to happen. I'm not going to do this because it might be judged. You could, and this took me a long time too, you could take out the word might, it will be judged. And, and that is a part of life that does not have to be a bad thing though. Remember, we don't, we, we quickly can fall into this trap of good, bad, right, wrong. And, and I, instead, I live in the land of what is. And so every time I put a podcast out, every time I speak, every time I train, every time I coach, every time I put a post on social media, it's not, might this be judged? It will be judged. But judgment doesn't have to be a negative, <laughs> a negative thing. And so instead, own that it might be or own that it will be. And, and what are you going to do? Be ready for it. What will I do or say the next time this happens? How will I maintain that bouncing forward mentality? How will I keep bouncing forward when faced with challenging situations? Instead of having this, you know, gut reaction or this deer in the headlight reaction, let's be ready for it. 
We do that with our students. We tell them at the beginning of the year, this is, these are the expectations. This is what will happen if this happens in class. If somebody in class is having a hard time, here's how I will handle that. Here's what you can trust. Here's how you can trust me as the teacher of this classroom. We do that for our students. We do that for our families, yet we don't often do that for ourselves. And so again, I'm going to call this mirror work because it's time to look in the mirror and say, when this happens, when I, when I hear that a colleague is judging me, what am I going to do? How am I going to respond? Find an accountability partner and role play this out. Practice with them. It's so important that we recognize what we currently do is not working for us. And, in, and just instead of staying there, start identifying what can I do moving forward so that when I'm faced with this challenge, I now have a new habit, a new plan, a new sequence of actions I'm going to take to keep myself from, to keep myself bouncing forward. Okay. All right. So this next piece is to engage in what I'm going to call personal renewal, or really just, again, this mindset choice. You can choose to have, to be resilient. Remember, resiliency is not a fixed trait. It's not something you're born with, or you're not born with. It is something that grows with purpose and intentionality. So choose to be resilient. Choose to live life through a lens of resiliency, that I bounce forward. No matter what happens, I bounce forward to keep my momentum moving. And so having this, this ability to choose resiliency is huge. But if our mindset is that I'm not resilient, well, we're going to find experiences that are going to prove that to be true for us. But that, in and of itself, that is just a limiting belief. It's a belief that we hold that is holding us back, that is limiting us, instead of a truth statement that's going to launch us forward. So I want, as an educator, I want you to wrap your head around how can I choose resilience, resiliency, every single day. And one way we do that is through the power of reflection and finding that meaning in the messiness. So taking one to two minutes at the end of every day grabbing a post-it and writing down, what can I learn from this, from today? What did I learn from this interaction? What did I learn from this colleague that in the past I viewed as them judging me? And what did I learn today to be true? In this interaction, what did I learn? And there's a reason that I said, choose a post-it. And it's not for my love of post-its, although this is one reason why. Post-its are small. I think what happens, and I know this happened for me, when it came to reflecting, it was time to reflect. I, I would always grab, you know, a full sheet of paper. Well, the visual of a full sheet of paper to me was that now I need to fill this sheet of paper and that's going to take time and I don't have time. So I'm just not going to do it. You see how that like <laughs> 30 second thought, you know, that one thought of I'm going to reflect and journal now turn into I'm not even going to do it because it's going to take time that I don't have. Well, instead, let's let's retrain our brain that reflection doesn't have to mean a 30 minute, you know, write everything down on a sheet of paper. It can be grab a post-it, think about your day and write down some meaning that you are pulling from an experience of that day. That's all it has to be. And that's where when we talk about starting small and simple and strategic, that's exactly what I'm referring to. Start small. What can be done in one to two minutes? Start simple means use materials that you already have. You don't have to go get anything to take action. And strategic means make it work for you. Don't do something because someone else says you should. 
do something because it's meaningful to you. All right, so one of the things that I think has helped me a lot with resiliency is this is this total understanding of who am I. So we're going to dive real for just a few minutes into this this notion of radical acceptance of self, of who I am. So radical self um, awareness and acceptance. And Angela Watson actually recently put out a podcast on this whole topic. So I am going to link that in the show notes because if this is a topic that you are really interested in, I highly suggest checking out her podcast. It is phenomenal. Um, I'm going to highlight a few things here as I think it relates directly to having this, this ability to overcome judgment, having this ability to own your energy and your own just, just love of who you are, no matter what situation you're in. Even in a stressful situation, I believe you don't have to feel stressed. When you, when you are surrounded by something that is offensive, I don't believe you have to be offended. If someone does something or says something disrespectful, I don't believe you have to be disrespected. You see, those are beliefs that I have. Those are truth statements that I live by because they don't serve me to do the opposite. It doesn't serve me to believe that if you say something offensive, I have to be offended because have to, need to, and should are all forms of shouldville. And they are all a form of a limiting belief. Well, a limiting belief is holding me back. So I don't want to trust in something that's holding me back. I want to continue moving forward. So I, as an individual, I get to prioritize my energy into what it is that I want to be surrounded by. And that is why I believe so much in the power of now and the power in focusing on where am I right now in this present moment. I, I'm done wasting energy about what has been done in the past and what might happen in the future. And for me, when I was at you know the lowest of my lows and I was ready to leave teaching and I was ready to quit everything I knew to be true, it's because I was stuck in this tug of war game between the past and the future, and I wasn't paying any attention to the present moment. But what I have learned through all of this is that as, as me, as Lindsay, I have the power, I have the ability to, to put my energy into what is real. Well, what is real is what is happening in this moment right now. See, I had to learn that to give myself permission to see and love and accept myself for who I am in this moment, not who I was a minute ago or who I will be a minute from now, but who I am as, as Lindsay in this moment. And the, the, the I, I kid you not, as the moment that I did that, the moment that I learned to stand in front of the mirror and say, I love and accept who I see for all of who she is, I fell back in love with teaching. I fell back in love with my life. I fell back in love with being a mom and a wife and a friend. But I fell more in love with me and the life that I am creating every day. And that is part of my passion for educators to know that no matter what life brings to you, no matter what is happening, there is meaning. And we may not find it out today. We may not find it out tomorrow, but I promise you there is meaning in it. It is happening for, for that teaching purpose. But if we do not love who we are, if we do not trust in the educator, in the person that we are today, it is that much more difficult to find that meaning. And so before we take action, before we can go and act, we have to accept. 
But even before we accept, we have to become aware. So I look at it in this chain. I become aware of who I am or where I am or what's going on. I accept it. I accept it for what it is, the value it holds in that moment. I then acknowledge whether it's something that's serving me or not. And then I take action. But those four steps are essential to all happen. If I jump to action, I'm living on the hamster wheel of life. I'm going to keep doing things, but not get anywhere. And if I don't take action, well, then I stay stuck in my head. I feel defeated and I'm not sure where to go next. And so it is using those four steps to truly understand my own identity and be able to see all that I am and accept all that I am. See, part of dealing with judgment from colleagues, the reason that this, I really felt strong about bringing this up in this episode is that when it comes to judgment, the, the, the number one thing I know to do is to anchor into who you are, is to anchor into who is it, who are you? Because people will judge, people will have judgment, but I can't control what other people do, think, feel, act, believe. I can only control me. And I can't control trying to fix them. I can only control the effort and the attitude I put into my life every day to show up living the life that I am destined to live, that I want to create. I create my own rules that I live by my life inside and outside of the classroom. And I believe that to be true for everyone. But it has to start with this belief that I am worthy of living a life full of passion and purpose and excitement and joy. And those all come from choosing them. Those all come from the choices that I make every day related to my mindset, related to the language I use, and related to the actions that I take. So when it comes to, you know, handling judgment from colleagues, trust in who you are. Believe in yourself. Prioritize your energy to your strengths in your students in your classroom. And then ask questions. Open up the conversation to say, we seem to think differently on this. I would love to have a conversation. Remember, learning is circular. I learn from you and you learn from me. That works from teacher to student. It works student to student. It also works teacher to teacher. And so have this, keep that global awareness that what am I meant to learn from this situation? Instead of making this quick jump or defensiveness that judgment is automatically bad, which means I need to defend and, and we go there, that's, that's a choice we can make with our energy, but we're not going to see, at least from my experience, we're not going to see what it is that we were looking for. We're not going to find that meaning. But instead, when we can accept who we are and accept where we are and accept the choices that we made, and then we can become you know, aware and acknowledge and act, well, then it goes back to the quote that I have on my, on my wall in my office, that I'm better today than yesterday. And I learned through today to grow into tomorrow. And I'm going to leave you with one last quote from Eckhart Tolle, who says, accept and then act. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you had chosen it. Always work with it, not against it. And this will miraculously transform your whole life. Guys, it gets to be easy. We get to flow, not fight. These are all words that I live by every day. It's how I keep my energy high. It's how I stay present. It's how I stay focused on what truly matters, which at the end of the day 
is my effort and my attitude to creating a life that I am proud of every single day. And do I make mistakes? You better believe it. Do I get overwhelmed? Absolutely. Am I not okay some days? Absolutely. (laughs) But the thing is, I don't let myself stay there. I've learned to say, you know, I'm not okay. But the very next thing I say and to myself is, why is that? Why am I not okay right now? Because I'm no longer going to give myself permission to just sit in the land of not okay. I'm going to become just like we sh- I just shared. I'm going to become aware. I'm going to accept it. I'm going to acknowledge where I want to be. And I'm going to then take action. And that is what I want to encourage each and every one of you to do as well. I want you to be aware. I want you to accept. I want you to be to acknowledge. And I want you to take action. And I want you to do it from your heart from your soul, because you are on this earth for a reason. You are an educator for a reason. This this career, this field, this life is yours to create. And so let's prioritize our energy into this field of resiliency, to showing up for all that we are with all that we have in the very moment we are experiencing life. So get out there, everyone, and let's love who we are, trust who you are, own who you are, and and have an amazing week ahead. Until next episode, everyone, know that I am here for you. I am cheering you on. Let's get out there. Let's, Let's love life. Let's create the life that we not only dream of, but that we experience every day. And I'll see you on the next episode.